Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Model POV. My name is Ariana Donovan. If you're new here, I'm a model from Canada. Um, If you aren't new here, then welcome back. It's good to have you. So today I'm talking about common stereotypes models face. Uh, This was definitely inspired um, by the Models Empowered podcast. They did a recent episode on this and I thought I would just kind of talk about it and then also like my own experiences, what I've experienced, um, what I've noticed people do in their behavior sometimes towards you and other things like that. So yeah, um, if you're a new model listening to this, by the way, um, I would just, or you know, you're at, you're like thinking of getting into modeling. I just want you to know that while I personally have had some negative experiences in this industry, I also have had some really great and amazing ones. Uh, so a really big thing that people don't discuss often is how you really have to get into it with the right mindset. Um, I'm very grateful for what I've experienced these past years doing this, doing this, and I don't want anything I say to be a potential deterrent, uh, just think about it maybe. So yeah, um, let's get into this. So the first one um, is that people think models book a lot of their jobs by sleeping with people. And, you know, while it is something that's a little glamorized, um, it's still a job and it wouldn't be the first time someone's hooked up with somebody they've worked with, you know, like (laughs) that happens in literally every other industry. It's not just like creative ones. Um, Not only that, they're consenting adults, so it's really not up to anybody to tell them who they can and cannot sleep with. I feel like that's just kind of a given. Um, Secondly, a lot of the things that I've noticed get talked about with this stereotype is that models are often the ones seducing photographers or like casting directors and stuff in order to get what they want. But I personally have never heard of or witnessed that. If anything, I've seen and heard more about photographers trying to do small, excuse me, (laughs) trying to seduce models than the other way around, which to be fair, um, does tend to happen a lot in other industries and workplaces too, as I said. Um, However, there it's reported as workplace harassment when it's not wanted while in the modeling industry because models are independent contractors and independent contractors are not covered by OH&S laws for sure in Canada. I'm not sure about anywhere else though. Um, It does tend to get overlooked. But yeah, um, I know the laws have changed in a few places. I'm not super familiar with other other laws regarding industries like the modeling industry. Um, any, it, excuse me, in anywhere other than Canada. <laughs> that was a lot. <laughs> so the second one is that models are rich or luxurious, and I have to say that this is absolutely not true. I find myself investing into this a lot because you do need training, especially if you're new, you need a portfolio. Sometimes you need clothing for photo shoots, um, which honestly we wouldn't have to invest in. However, because fashion isn't currently recognized as heritage or given funding to in Canada, um, either currently, by the way, you can sign um, the Canadian Fashion Network's petition to have that changed, by the way, um, just in case you think that's a little bit bullshit like I do, is the House of Commons petition E3505. Um, I've found that models are expected to work a lot for free a lot of the time, uh, doing something called trade for print, which isn't completely bad if you do decide to do it. I still do it to build my portfolio as a model, but I only do it with a handful of photographers whose work I not only love, but also because we have great conversations while working together and because they match my level of expertise. 
I've modeled since I was 16, as I've said before in previous podcast episodes, and I'm 21 now. I've also been published multiple times, and for the most part, except for ad campaigns and training, I get my own work. Anything that has to do with advertising or film jobs, I do get from my agency. Um, And people also get offended or straight up confused when you tell them their rates, which I personally find weird because it's still a job and I'm not going to work for free, you know, Um, especially because I find, um, I guess, like with myself, I do work in like, I guess, like my province, which is Saskatchewan. I work in Regina, Um, but I also do tend to work in Saskatoon or Moose Jaw, um, which are like other cities and then like a town in this province and so of course there is gas money that you need to factor into as well you know like I'm not going to pay a hundred dollars to do a day trip to Saskatoon when the person's not even willing to pay me first of all after I've had how many years of experience that's just not fair you wouldn't ask a photographer who has been doing this for like six plus years has invested like thousands of dollars into this that if they could just do like trade for print for like your wedding or something like that. Like that's not, that's just not how it works. And so, yeah, um, there's also like fees you have to pay sometimes like a model apartment fee if you go on an international contract, which is often um, way less than what you're paying, excuse me, worth way less than what you're paying it for. Um, And you live with like three or more girls, which can be fun, but it does like tend to cause drama and other things like that. Like, there's literally so much I could say to prove this narrative wrong. Um, And then the final one that they said in the podcast was that models don't have an education. Another one um, for this, I guess, it can be like, I don't know. I guess it can be true sometimes. It really depends, um, as with everybody, you know, not everybody wants to have an education necessarily. Some people just want to travel. Some people want to do something creative instead. Like once again, it's free, free will. And, um, it's not really up to anybody to tell you what you should and shouldn't do, which, okay. So anyways, you know, like they're not just a pretty face is what I'm trying to say here. Lots of them could be, lots of them may have made that choice to just kind of be like that, Um, as with anyone, as I said, but there's so many examples of models being well-educated that the only thing you can really blame this on is ignorance. Some do drop out or complete high school because their careers start to take off. Some do it as a way to pay for university where, you guessed it, they're getting educated. First, The first example of this would be Carly Kloss, who studied at New York University's Gallatin School of Individualized Study and has a background of computer programming, which, by the way, she also offered scholarships to young girls looking to get into coding and things like that, too. Um, And then Gigi Hadid, who studied criminal psychology before she became a model full time. And, you know, me personally, I do advocacy work, as you guys have seen with my podcast, and I'm... I don't know. I just started this, but I want to get my bachelor's of human justice, so that can aid me in it. So anyways, lastly is how do you deal with it? Um, And honestly, like really how to deal with stereotypes in general and judgments that are made at you. You have to understand that all stereotypes, no matter who they are towards, come from a place of ignorance and lack of exposure to those people, meaning they often do not have access to their everyday lives and are taking guesses. Judgments um, are often projections, which you'll know about if you do shadow work, 
and or you can just like look up what projecting means in regards to shadow work and if something you're doing or allowing is benefiting you or making you happy then it's up to you to change that and to commit to not want to wanting not only a better version of yourself but also a better life um so yeah anyway guys i hope you learned something i hope you have a good week ahead and i will talk to you all next week I think next week's topic might be about how Hollywood, like, well, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say completely fucked over Megan Fox, but definitely, like, over-sexualized her, and, you know, even when she was, like, only 15 years old, which I was just watching a video earlier, so I think that that might be the podcast topic next week, not entirely sure, might be different, but we will see, so yeah. Anyways, um, like I said, I will talk to you guys next week. I hope you have a good week ahead and bye for now.